just playing for Thompson, man, I, I didn't want to let anybody down. Of course, I didn't want the negative image of being a quitter. Um, so I just persevered through, man, and pushed through. Um, and I'm glad I did. It taught me a lot of life lessons in life, man. That, you know, when, when things get hard, you know what I'm saying, don't run. You know, always, always, you know, put God first and, and pray about it. Ask for guidance, ask for help. It's okay, you know what I'm saying, to be different. You have to be, you really have to be focused and you have to be in tune with yourself along with what you're trying to get accomplished. But shoot, man. Let's get this thing started, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey, yo, hey, yo. This your boy Stump. And you listening to the Pep Talk podcast. Listen, I had to take a little break, man. Get my mind right, man. Take care of some things. Take care of the home life. Take care of my wife. Take care of my child, man. So we didn't have an episode last week. But we back at it, man. We back at it this week, man. And I got I got my boy with me, man, tonight, bro. This this guy, I don't know. I don't know what it is about him, man. But I was in high school. He was in middle school. And I just grew a liking to him. And he just ended up turning into... Uh, the most magnificent young man uh, that I saw, at least in my time, coming out of out of Thompson High School. Man, I followed him uh, during his whole career in high school, played running back, one of the greatest running backs to come out of Thompson High School, man. I got LeBrandon Hudson in the building tonight. Yes, sir. I appreciate good, it, man. Guy? appreciate it, man. Appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be the man I am without the man himself, Andre. No, bro, you tripping, bro. You tripping. <laughs> but look, man, um, we got to rewind a little bit, bro, because I was actually, I was talking to my wife and I was talking to somebody else, bro, and I really don't remember how we met. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I, I I know it was through Willie Williams, yep, but like, yep. you know, I was in high school, uh, you were in middle school, and I don't know exactly how we crossed paths. Uh, to the point to where when I went to college and, and I checked up on you and I went to see some of your games and all that kind of stuff. But I don't remember how, how we met, bro. You remember how we met? No, I mean, you know, funny thing is, I, I don't remember either. I, I, the only thing I can probably assume is, you know, over there at the middle school, man, I was probably feeling myself and, and you know, wasn't listening. <laughs> and so, you know, Willie had to jack me up and, and, you know what I'm saying, just put some mentorship for me, you know what I'm saying, so I can start heading in the right direction, and you know what I'm saying, I know that's why you came my way for sure, but you know, <laughs> as far as the circumstances go, that's the only thing that I can I can remember, you know, but I don't remember the exact time or, or place and, you know, how it all transpired, but I'm glad it did. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad it did, too. I'm glad that we crossed paths, bro, and I'm glad that I call you my brother. I used to call you my little brother. It's funny, because I used to call you Lil Brandon. Yeah, that's Lil yeah. Brandon. <laughs> that, that Lil Brandon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Took me some time of like, bro, that, that man, his name was his love Brandon. Ain't no little Brandon. <laughs> he a grown man now, though. <laughs> hell, hell, man. Yeah, it's all love. Hey, man. Uh, the people listening, they don't they don't quite understand what I'm about to talk about right here, man. They don't understand the brickyard, bro. You know what I'm saying? I played up under the legendary coach, Luther Welsh. You played up under him, man. And when I played up under him, bro, he was... Uh, the toughest son of a gun there was, and he was probably he's shorter than me. He probably was five foot four. Man, you yeah. know, Coach Wel Coach Welch went on to play college football at Presbyterian. 
college. Uh, I think he was in the military as well, bro. So he was just a hard nose joker, man. He didn't take no bull from nobody, bro. So he coached us hard. We had long night practices. We had to do so many different reps over and over and over again until we got it right. He was a perfectionist. And not only just the, the coach, Luther Welch, you know, this was, this was his second stint at Thompson. He was in Thompson, you know, in 84 and 85 right. when, they, when they won a state championship then. And he stayed, I believe, to like 1990 or 1991. And he went on to Scraven County and some other places. But he came back. You know what I'm saying? In 99, which is my freshman year, Brad. And that Joker, man, worked us to death. But it was, (laughs) yeah, Brad, straight different, bro. I mean, I'm talking about it's a different era for y'all listening, a different era. But we used to get grabbed by a face mask, bro. We used to get yelled at. Uh, (laughs) Bell crawling, doing all that, man. But it wasn't just Coach Luther Welsh, bro. It was was the, the brickyard, man. Can you can you explain to the people listening, man, the mystery of the Brickyard, bro? And when I say Brickyard, I'm talking about Thompson High School Football Stadium. Can you explain to the people about the mystery of the Brickyard, the ghost of the Brickyards? Man, that's a special place, man. And and you know, hearing you talk about the Brickyard, man, bringing up the Brickyard, man, I went there last week, you know, to check out the Thompson and Burke game. And okay. man, I I just got goosebumps right now, man. Just just thinking <laughs> about that place, man. Some good memories, the fans, the band, you know what I'm saying? The loyalty, the community all coming together as one. I mean, that there was a there was a place, the brickyard that brought everybody together, man. And yeah, yeah. You know, you know where everybody was gonna be at on Friday nights. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't out eating. They wasn't out partying, man. That was in their brickyard cheering on the Bulldogs. And, man, that that's a special place, and it'll always be a special place in my heart because, you know, that's where I, that's where I made my name from. That's why, you know, watch guys that came before me like you and Dion Palmer and DeMarco McNair and, and, and you know, Danny Warren and Danny Verdun. I mean, so many great players, man, and, and stepping there in their brickyard – you just want to be a part of it, you know what I'm saying? And and, yeah. and it was such a special place, you know what I'm saying, that forever be ingrained in my heart. And, you know, like I said, the Brickyard brought everybody together, man. It brought the town of Thompson together. You know, there was there was no no, you know, violence or, or any hate or ill will towards everybody, man. It just brought everybody together, you know, just celebrating life, you know what I'm saying, enjoying each other and enjoying high school football. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's, it's special to me. Um, for one instance, bro, it's like we won the state championship my senior year. In yeah, the I was brick there, yard. too. I was there. Yep. Eighth grade pup. I was an eighth <laughs> grade pup, man. And I was there, man, and watching all those fans, man. I mean, from from in the stands to standing around on the fence. I mean, that, that place was electric. Electric, man. And, you know, I was – I was I could only – at eight, in eighth grade, I could only hope – you know what I'm saying, to come, you know, close to some of the things you guys were doing, man. And, you know, after seeing that guy, man, you know, I wanted to win a state championship for Thompson, but unfortunately it didn't happen. But the brickyard upheld me to a higher standard, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And and that's the, and, and I'm grateful for it. Like I said, it'll always be a special place in my heart for it, man, but it, it's a special place, i tell you that. Yeah, man, I feel I feel kind of bad for 
uh, those people that are playing for state championships now because they don't get a chance to play at home. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They got they got to go. They got to go to the uh, Georgia State Stadium now, bro. You know, back then when we played, you know, you went to the Dome for the semifinals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you was at home for the state championship, and then they changed it again when you you went to the to the Dome for the state championship. That's um, right. So it's a, it's a little bit different, man. But I really do appreciate that experience. And like you were saying, bro, that, that brickyard, bro, just on Friday nights, bro, gave you goosebumps. Goosebumps. Thompson is a small town. But mm-hmm. it seemed like it seemed like everybody and their mama was in was in oh, that stadium there, man, on Friday night, bro. And it was loud, you know what I'm saying? The opposing team, bro, I felt bad for them. You know, we have that a loose. tremendous record, you know what I'm saying, in that brickyard, bro. When we when we play at home, we don't lose. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't know the exact record. You know, you had to get with somebody like Coach Barnett or some uh, historian or something like that to figure the record out, man. But that place is special, bro. It's special. And, and, and you know, it's still a special place. You know, after college, I went back and coached there uh, for four years and actually, you know, got a chance to coach for a state championship. And I think it was my third year in Thompson as a varsity coach, man. And it was, it was special to see, again, the town coming together, man, you know, that fourth round, you know, like you said, now, back then, or during that fourth round, I think it was 2016, the state championship was held in the Dome. But that fourth round, man, was was very similar <laughs> of an atmosphere to, you know what I'm saying, what y'all have. Of course, it didn't come close, but it was similar to the atmosphere y'all had back in 2001, man, 2002, when y'all won that state championship of, you know, just playoff football in the brickyard, man. And it was to our advantage. And, you know, we was able to win that game and go play for a state championship. Unfortunately, you know, we lost in the championship with the Cartersville, man. But that brickyard held a special place that season, you know, just from home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, man, I want to transition a little bit, bro, because me and you, we 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 are very similar in the fact that you talk, you taller than me, but we ain't we ain't just you know what I'm saying tall jokers, man. And you mm-hmm. do have a li- you have a little bit of advantage because you what five eight five nine maybe uh, five nine. Five nine. So you play a running back. So you you had a little bit of, of of advantage. You know what I'm saying as far as trying to go to college, man. But bro, you you broke some records if I ain't mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. You broke you broke some records in high school, bro. And 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 you didn't really get the attention that you wanted to get coming out of high school. And you had to end up going to a smaller school in South Carolina. I can't remember the name of the school, but you tell me what school it was. It was Benedict College. Benedict College. I remember that, bro. And I remember talking to you. And uh, you was like, man, I don't really like it. <laughs> I gotta get yeah. up out of here. It, it I gotta, <laughs> gotta get up out of here, man. And you end up, you end up going to Fort Valley, bro. And that's where you made your home at, man. So tell me a little bit about HBCU life, man. Tell me about your experience at Fort Valley, because I think Fort Valley might be smaller than Thompson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, oh, so yeah, just man. tell me, tell me about your experience, man. Uh, you know, HBCU life, man. It, it was, it was great. It was a great experience. Um, you know, of course, coming out of high school, man, you know, just like any other kid, you know, want that big-time offer, want to go play, you know, big-time college football. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. I was still grateful enough to, to you know, go play college football at Division Two level at Fort Valley. Um, the experience was great, man. You know, with the HBCU life, everybody talks about the band, and, and you know, the band is truly magnificent at that level. You know what I'm saying? At the HBCU. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the band is is very, very impactful, you know what I'm saying, when you go to an HBCU because, you know, when they say people show up to see the band, they really do show up to see the band as well, not just football. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you you know, I mean, and 
you know, the HBCU life, it was good for me. You know, actually, um, you know, I end up making some great friends there that I still talk, talk to that are coaches right now. And, um, you know, it was rough, man. It was, it was a challenge. It was a battle. You know what I'm saying? Because, of course, we didn't have the facilities and, and you know what I'm saying, the cafeteria and, and, you know, the long spread of food, you know, like these major college players do. Um, but it was a great experience. It taught you toughness. It taught you mental toughness. Um, it taught you a lot of things about yourself, about life, you know what I'm saying, how to co- overcome adversity, how to, you know what I'm saying, I think just just be challenged in a different way mentally because, you know, you didn't have a lot. You know, you had to work with what you had and you had to make the best of it. Yeah, man. I, I remember I remember one instance where I came, I think it was your senior year, where I came to the classic y'all playing Albany State. Was the classic in it was in Columbus, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, you you were talking about the band and yeah, it, it, people came to see the band and the band was they were definitely rocking, man. But I, I came to see your senior year, man, and you had some you had some hardships, man. You know what I'm saying? Being five nine. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Coming and play Fort Valley, uh, playing running back, and you playing uh, running back for a predominantly passing passing team, if I ain't mistaken. And so yep, you had some correct. hardships, man, trying to stay on the field and, and 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 you know, obviously competing with other individuals, man, uh, at the running back position, man. But talk a little bit about you know your your perseverance, man, because it it, it can make you want to quit. You know what I'm saying? When you go, when you come from Thompson, bro. Like for me, I came from Thompson. We won the state championship, bro. Absolutely. We might have we might have won. 15 games my entire career at West Georgia. Absolutely. So it, was, it was totally it. different. It was totally different. But my senior year, we went one and nine. Uh, we had a, a great defense, but our offense was not that good. And it just, it messed with your mind a little bit, bro, when you come from a winning program and then you you, co- you go to a school and y'all don't quite win. So I'm pretty sure you had some challenges. So, man, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, man, you know, uh, as a freshman, you know, we went six and five, man. But like you said, just going into from a a winning program to, you know, winning six games. I think my sophomore year, we ended up having a good season. Uh, Went like eight and three and played for the conference championship. Uh, Junior year was was well. We lost in the conference championship again. And then, like you said, my senior year, man, we went two and eight. Uh, You know, the struggle was hard. You know what I'm saying? Trying to stay on the field due to injuries and, and, and different things of, you know, offensive schemes and, and stuff like that. But, you know, it really it really taught me, you know what I'm saying, to look look within myself. And the funny thing is, you know, my freshman year, you know, going from high school to college, I think it was about week two into camp. And I called my mom and I was like, man, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, we was having three of these and, and you know, it, it was really getting to me mentally, man. And, you know, mom, mom is going to be mom. But if you don't think you can do it, then, you know, just come on back home. <laughs> but, you know, just playing from Thompson, man, I, I didn't want to let anybody down. Of course, I didn't want the negative image of being a quitter. Um, so I just persevered through, man, and pushed through. Um, and I'm glad I did. It taught me a lot of life lessons in life, man, that, you know, when, when things get hard, you know what I'm saying, don't run. You know, always, always, you know, put God first and, and pray about it. Ask for guidance. Ask for help. It's okay, you know what I'm saying, to be different. You know what I'm saying? Because as a college athlete, man, you know those those, those early mornings, those late nights, study hall, man, you, you have to be – you really have to be focused and you have to be in tune with yourself along with what you're trying to get accomplished. So, um, you know what I'm saying, it was very hard. 
And that was a very tr- good transition for me from freshman year to sophomore year. You know, I started really understanding, you know, I'm saying, hey, how to manage your time, you know, how to, how to, how to, um, you know, complete your assignments, how to, how to go about being a college athlete. And really, you know, as a college athlete, man, you're just working. I mean, it's, it's truly a job. I believe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. It's funny how, how similar our stories are, bro. Cause, uh, I, I, you know, I posted something the other day, bro. And, you know, we had a tradition at West Georgia where, I walked on. I didn't have no preferred walk on. I had no scholarship, but I walked on. And I was on a scout team, and the scout team had to go down to Georgia Military, bro. And we had to, you know, do a little scrimmage. And if you did well enough in the scrimmage, you got an opportunity to to travel. And That's bro, right. I, I probably had the worst game I ever had in in my <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying? And I, <laughs> just like you, I didn't call my mama, but on the way home, I was like, yeah, bro, I think. <laughs> hey, I'm already undecided. I might as well just go ahead and do something else. But the next day, you know what I'm saying, to my surprise, they told me I was traveling. And and yeah. I end up I end up starting my freshman year and then, you know, started ever since then. But we yeah, have man. similar <laughs> similar uh stories, bro. Yeah, man. You know, my freshman year, you know, again, it was hard, man, you know, coming from a program where you where you played and, and won a lot of football games and started to you know, going into your freshman year, man, you know, I was just trying to make the bus, like you said, just trying to make the travel bus. And I knew special teams was the way to go. Um, so I ended up making the bus. But again, I still wasn't getting on the field. And that was tough, man. You know, just mentally, you know, how, you know, you was usually a top dog at your high school. But then you come into college, man, and it really just back to the back to the totem pole, man, to the bottom of the totem pole. But I ended up starting, you know, I think it was fourth or fifth game my freshman year. And, you know, I never, I never looked back after that, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, unfortunately, my sophomore year, we got a new coach in with the spread offense. And, you know, I still played and, and started, and you know what I'm saying? But, like you said, the the transition from, you know, we was pro-wire formation, you know what I'm saying, to spread, you know, and we had multiple backs that can do different things. Everybody had their own dynamics. So, mm-hmm. you was in and out, man. So, it, it, was, it was tough, you know, going from – the the lead role to just you just having your own personal role you know what i'm saying everybody had their role everybody you you know you was put in that position of what you did well and then if somebody did something better than you and you'll be taken out and that guy will go in man so it, really, it just really taught you a lot about perseverance and, you know just understanding you know what i'm saying your role uh, on the team you know what i'm saying not just being selfish but understanding what it takes to to connect as a team as one yeah. And, bro, you know, I think because there was a big, I guess, uh, uh, age age difference between us, I didn't really spend a whole lot of time, you know, with you during preparation. You know what I'm saying? I just saw I just saw you on Friday nights. I saw you on Saturday playing. <clears throat> but when you when you graduated Fort Valley, bro, um, when you graduated from uh, from Fort Valley and you mm-hmm. called me up, you called me up and you was asking me about all the different options you had, man, for trying out and working out and stuff that stuff like that, bro. And you you hit me up and said, look, hey, man, I got this opportunity in Noonan, but I need, somewhere, I need somewhere to stay. It was it was no doubt in my mind, bro, to open up my doors to let you stay with me, bro. And let me tell you why, because the opportunity that you got, you know what I'm saying, that I was allowing you to have there, I ain't get that opportunity. And I wanted it, you know what I'm saying? I wanted 
somebody to help me along the way. I wanted somebody to help train me, to give me pointers and do those things. And I had yeah, those man. things. I had those things in high school. But when you come out of college, bro, everybody trying to make it to the next level. Everybody. And then you, you trying to talk up. You talking about agents. You talking about money that you ain't got and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> bro. So I got I got a, a, a firsthand um, I got firsthand experience, bro. Watching you prepare, <laughs> watching forever you prepare, bro. <laughs> forever grateful for it too, man. I'm that, talking that, about that was, that was a grind for three months, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, bro, grinding, and, and you know, I still laugh about it to this day because I'm like, you know, Brandon didn't like to eat no vegetables, <laughs> <laughs> so we had to, we had to get that we had to get that uh, get, what, what is it called? VA splash, man. Yeah, the VA. I remember, I remember <laughs> man. I still tell that story too, man. I was like, yeah, man. When I was training, you know, I didn't I didn't like vegetables, man. But but my brother, man, my boy, he said, "Nah, we gonna do it right. At, at least you are gonna drink some VA splash, man. That's so <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible." <laughs> but it taught you know what I'm saying, man. I'm, I'm forever grateful for that experience, man. It just taught you, you know, what I'm saying a, a lot about yourself and, and what you're willing to do in order to get to where you're trying to get to, man. How much you're willing to sacrifice, you know, what I'm saying, in, in order to get to what you where you're trying to get to. Because before then, you know, you know me, man. I I, I ate whatever, you know, and I, I didn't <laughs> really McDonald's, have a, bro. Yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. I didn't have a set meal plan. But you know, being up there with you, man, they really taught me discipline in a lot of different ways, man. From from waking up early, preparing your body, you know, eating correctly, you know, what I'm saying, going to sleep on time at a decent hour so your body can get adequate rest, stretching, you know, nutrition, training. I mean, all that stuff, man. You helped me with, taught me a lot of discipline uh, during that process. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's funny because when I when I got done playing at West Georgia, bro. I had somebody to tell me the same thing. You know, I, I lost, I lost 30 pounds probably in like a month, bro. Just, just yeah. off of eating right, man. Uh, and training, bro. And I was like, I was so mad at myself because I'm like, man, I wish I would have did this when I was playing. <laughs> Cause I felt <laughs> like right. I was in the, I felt like I was in the best shape of my life. So Absolutely. man, it wasn't nothing. You know, when I saw you struggling with, I was like, let me help this, let me help this brother out. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know he want to get that four, 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 five and the 40, you know what I'm saying? So I got to try to give him something. Yeah, and I, I still I, I I still have that picture from my, that last day I had doing training, man. I was like, man, that was that was the best shape of my life, man. I, w- I wish I could get back to that now, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that definitely yeah. the case. <laughs> All right, man. So you you had your opportunities, man. Uh, we talking about mentorship uh, to where I had the opportunity to mentor you, and then you turn around, bro, and you take mentoring to a totally different level because you actually start coaching. And I find it, you know, I, I know this is very common, but I find it very interesting, bro, that you was a top-notch running back, never played defense, mm-hmm. but then didn't get an opportunity to coach defense, bro. So what was that transition like, bro? Because, I mean, you're you going from receiving the rock, you know what I'm saying, passing the ball, I mean, catching the ball out, out of the backfield, man, you know what I'm saying, maybe having to pick up some blitzes or whatnot, uh, you yep. reading the A-hole, you know what I'm saying, B-hole. You got all this different lingo from the offensive side of the ball, and then all of a sudden you get switched over to defense. Defensive back, bro. You ain't never backpedaled a day <laughs> in your life. <laughs> so what was that like, bro? Yeah, yeah, man. You know, it, it was a great experience, man. But I, I'll tell you this. When I, when I got to college, my sophomore year, uh, I'm, we got a new staff in, and I met our defense coordinator named Haskell Buff. 
And, you know what I'm saying, in order to be great, I thought maybe I need to go on the other side of the ball and talk with him and learn defense about what they're trying to do, how they're trying to stop people, wow. their lingo, you know what I'm saying, how how they're trying to, you know what I'm saying, attack this player, how they're trying to, you know, coverage this guy in the secondary. You know, I mean, we had some battles, you know, it's offense versus defense in college, man, because, you know, he ran the four two five system, man, and he was a cover one guy, one safety high man, man up underneath. And, you know, I went, I, I just stayed in his office, man, doing, doing every week. You know what I'm saying? Just, hey, how how'd you try to, you know, just ask some questions. You know, what do you do to this set? You know what I'm saying? What blitz, what blitz do you run? You know, how, how do you try to stop this back? And that's why I learned all about, you know, being gap sound. You know what I'm saying? Fire wow. zone. And yeah, man. And, and just, you know, also too, it's funny thing is, you know, I look back at it. I was thinking about it. All my friends in college were defensive players. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from, from from linebackers to DBs, you know what I'm saying? And even with you, you know, playing on the D-line, you know, all those guys. And I just gravitated to that side, man. And like I said, but Haskell Buff, you know, meeting with him every week, you know, just talking football, man, and talking defense and, and just get an understanding of, you know, what the defense is trying to do in order to stop the offense. And, and I just fell in love with it then. Um you know, after that, after I graduated and everything, I was coaching middle school, went back to coaching running backs, uh, moved up to ninth grade, became a ninth grade head coach. Uh, that was when Coach Rob Rodden was the head coach over there at Thompson. And then after that ninth grade year, man, he called me in his office and said, hey, what do you think about coaching defensive backs? <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, uh, you know, I've never done that. He said, but you're, you're, you're a smart guy. You know, you're hardworking, and, and I trust you. I know you'll get the job done. And that was all she wrote, man. And, you know, I just went back to, you know, having conversations with, with Coach Haskell Buff in college, you know what I'm saying, of course, doing some research, understanding some a couple things about the position. And really, man, I, I tell people, you know, yeah, I, I was a running back, but I was I was a football player. You know, mm. I, I, just, I, I just didn't – I just didn't – do running back. I was a football player, man. You can put me out there at receiver and I would understand, you know what I'm saying, a lot of different things. You can put me over there on defense. I would understand just being a football player, man, and understanding angles and leverage and, you know what I'm saying, tackling and, and gaps and, and all that stuff, man. So, you know, I think that helped me transition, you know, just not focusing and honing in on running back, but, you know, stepping on the other side of the ball, man, just trying to get an understanding of how I can be better as a running back and because I'm trying to figure out how they're trying to defend me, you know, and, and like I said, you know, that's when I became a football player and not just necessarily a running back. And so, you know, like I said, the transition became fairly easy, man. That's what's up, bro. I'm I'm trying to get, anytime I talk to a high school player, bro, that's, that's trying to go to the next level. I always try to give them the same information you just gave as far as, Trying to be well rounded, bro, because it's a fifty. It's a fifty percent chance when you get to college they're gonna change your position. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you still growing. You know what I'm saying? You might have a you might have a guy that's six two, two hundred and fifteen pounds. He playing outside linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Or defensive end. He might not be playing that. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? <laughs> At the next level, he might be playing receiver. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? On, on the mm-hmm. flip side of thing, you might have a six three guy playing receiver. That when he get to college, you don't put put him at defense end. You know he put yeah. on thirty pounds of muscle. 
So mm-hmm. I, I try to get these kids, man, to to be well-rounded enough and not just be stuck on one position. Everybody want to play running back. Everybody want to play receiver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they want their ball in their hand. But, man, if they can get out of that, you know, especially when you come from a smaller school, you know, if you if you triple-A and down, a lot of times, bro, you're playing both ways. So, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're playing both ways, bro, go hard in the paint because a lot of times when you get to college – you may very well switch to a running back might be a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A linebacker might be a defensive tackle. A, sa- a safety might be, you know, a, a linebacker. You-, you never know, man. So I appreciate the information you just gave out there, bro. And, I, you know, that's that's top level, uh, next level um, thinking, man, of, of spending time with the defensive coordinator to understand how you need to prepare and, and, and be a better running back, bro. That's so this right. the last thing I want to ask you, man. Um, because I do get a lot of people hitting me up, man, about these high school kids and, and them trying to get to the next level. What 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 advice would you give a high school player, bro, um, that's trying to get to the next level, trying to go to college, bro? You, you know, he got first of all, you got to get your education. But second of all, bro, like the, the whole landscape has changed as far as trying to get to the next level because you because you got social media and whatnot. So what would you tell a kid, bro, that's um, coming out of high school or that's in high school right now? Um, what what advice would you give them to get to the next level? Oh man, you know a, a lot a lot of things. You know, what I'm saying that I can say. Um, you know, of course, because I'm a high school coach, man. For, number one, you know, just take coaching. You know, what I'm saying don't don't take anything personal. Take coaching and trust your coaching. You know, I, I've I've been around. You know, now I've been doing high school varsity football for eight years now, which is not a long time. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm a young guy and I, and I see just the culture changing to where kids think they know more than the coach, you know, and, and, you know what I'm saying? For one, I just, I just like them to take coaching and trust the coaching that you're getting. And, you know, nobody's out to get you, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's out to ruin your future. Uh, we all have the best interest in you and we, and we know Either we've been to college or we know some college coaches and we know what they're looking for and we know what we're doing. So just take coaching, trust coaching, and, and that we're going to put you, you know what I'm saying, in, in the best position. And we're going to market you and get you out there, man. But I think the biggest thing right now that I see is a lack of trust in, 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 in what the coaches are willing to do for you. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of kids, you know, uh, mentioned – Oh man, the coach don't like me. Or man, man, you know they sleeping on me. No, they they're not sleeping on you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you have the grades, and make sure you perform on the field. That, that's it. The grades is number one, and make sure you perform on the field by taking your coaching. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you, man, stopping by, bro, to have this conversation. <clears throat> and also, yeah, bro, man. I, I know it's bittersweet for you, bro. Being from Thompson, playing at Thompson, and not coaching up there at Rome. Yeah, man. R- Rome Dome back home, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Rome Dome back home for the listeners, <laughs> man, that don't know. Man, my senior year, 2002, we uh, we had a dog fight with the the Rome Wolves, man. And and uh, my homeboy, Perk, John Perkins, he played for Rome. He ended up playing with me in West Georgia. And we, we go back and forth to this day. To this day, about that game, man. And so, yeah. LeBrandon being from Thompson, man, up there in Rome, I know it's bittersweet. I know he catching hell sometimes when he mentioned Thompson. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. They remember that, man. I, I was in the barbershop when I first got here. 
you know, where you from? And I told them Thompson, man. And of course, that led to a big debate, man, about, <laughs> you know, how they should have won that game if they just had them made one field goal. So, <laughs> you, you know, I, I was up here that game, man, and it, and it was a hell of a game, man. It was a hell of a battle. And, you know, again, against two prestige programs, man. And, you know, I, like you said, you know, when I mentioned where I'm from, man, and they they remember that, they still remember it, man. They still remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to have this saying, I, I think y'all might have had it too, but everywhere we go, people want to know, bro. <laughs> there, <there's laughs> who it. we are, who we are, yep. and where we from. <laughs> so, Absolutely. man. Yes, sir. Them Thompson Bulldogs, bro. Thompson. Listen, man, it's, it's been a pleasure, dude. To, to to know you, man, to mentor you at certain points in, uh, points in time in your life, bro. I'm extremely proud of you, bro. Just to grind. Yep. Coming from where we come from, bro, and, and and knowing certain parts about your childhood, bro, and you you persevering, bro, to, to make it to, to college, to graduate from college, man, and, and have a coaching, a successful coaching career, bro. That That's amazing, bro. And yep. I'm just praying and hoping, bro, that the, the, the – the information I gave you, man, the experience I gave you, bro, that you take it up under your wing, man, and, and help some of these other kids, bro, because it's a lot of kids that's just like you. It's a lot of kids that's just like me that need that help, bro. Absolutely, man. And, and you know what I'm saying? I, I want to, you know, send a shout out to you, man, and what you're doing. You've always been, you know, an inspiration in my life, and I couldn't have, I, I cannot be, or I will not have been, been the person that I am today. You know what I'm saying? Without guys like you, man, and, you know, when I got transitioning to the coaching world, you know, the guys like Lee Hutto, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, people like that, of course, Luther Woods, dating back to a college coach, like I mentioned, Haskell Buff. Man, those guys have been very inspirational to me as a coach. You know what I'm saying? Of course, Rob Rodden giving me my first varsity experience as a coach. And, you know what I'm saying, of course, the tree has has just spread it, man. You know, meeting guys like Milan Turner that, you know, just great high school football coaches, man. And I'm steady learning. You know, I still need that that inspiration, man, because, you know, I want to be one of the best. You know what I'm saying? When you when you mention, you know, Georgia high school football, you know what I'm saying, I want my name to be in that realm of great high school coaches. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what's up, bro. Bro, you got me out, bro. You got me out. <laughs> And listen, listen, when you get your, your head coaching job, all you got to do, call me up, bro. You know what I'm saying? I come down there as community coach, help you out wherever you need me at, bro. First call, man. You got it, bro. Sit, I'm, sit, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on G, waiting on O, bro. I know you I know you ready, man. First call, man. Be ready. I got you, man. But listen, man, it's been a pleasure. I love you, bro. And I'm praying and wishing you much success, bro. Yeah, man, I love you too, man. Tell family and everybody I said, hey, wish you the best, man. All right, bro. Hold it down, man. All right. Yeah. You have listened to the prolific, encouraging platform, the Pep Talk Podcast. Man, we pray you were blessed. We pray you were motivated. We pray you were inspired. We pray you were encouraged, man. Always remember, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Yeah. Pep, Pep Talk. Talk.